0: Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah, on this fine Friday. Hope everyone's having a great week. It's been a volatile week. I'm joined here by Brian Hunsaker, our chief investment officer. How you doing, Brett? Oh, living the dream, my Good, friend. Man. Living the dream. Living awesome. the dream. It's been a volatile week. It has. Uh, we are in the midst of... Right now, Brian, of a 5% pullback in the market.
1: We have those, it uh, seems like quite often.
0: We do, in fact. You know, when I say we're in the midst, because it still could be happening, it could be over. We don't know, right? That's the thing about the market that nobody knows is what it's going to do the next day. But I, I got a few stats for you. Since 1946, when the baby boomers were being born, 1946, we have had, if we're talking five to ten percent pullbacks, we've had seventy-nine of those
1: since 1946. Wow. Now you think when you hear that, you think, well, that's not
0: only 79.
1: That was my first impression. 79, it seems like we have them more often than that.
0: But that's once a year. Yeah. So we have a five to ten percent pullback once a year. The average pullback, according to this information, is about 7%. So we haven't hit that yet. We may, we may not. Who knows? The average recovery time. Well, let me backtrack. The average 5% to 10% pullback lasts one month. One month. One month. That's it. The average recovery time, one month. If you listen to the press, the financial media... It's like the world's ending. Oh yeah! One month recovery on average.
1: Well, I think our clients are nervous too. You know, yeah, I had we had some clients in the office earlier this week, and he was commenting on how much money he's lost in the last you know couple days or last week or so, and and uh, you know <laughs> people get nervous. Yep. Which is exactly why we're
0: talking about this topic. Yeah. So it, while we're in the midst of this five. To maybe 10% pullback, whatever it ends up being. The question is for all those clients and and new clients that have a lot of cash that we haven't yet put to work, is right now the time to put it to work? And for anybody else listening, frankly, is now the time to put it to work. What would you say?
1: Well, we have a very disciplined approach that we've been working on, I've been working on for the last 30 years, and, and you guys, you and Spencer helped me with that, about how we buy businesses. And so when we have, when the when the, the prices of a business goes down, we look at that as an attractive opportunity to add more to to that investment. And so we think it's a great opportunity. Right now, in our portfolio, we have five businesses, five stocks that we are, Buying, they're in our buy range five out of five out of 13 or 14, you know, yeah. businesses in our portfolio. So, you know, a small percentage of them are in the buy range. We have two that are what we would call we are accumulating or nibbling on those stocks, and then the rest of them are uh, currently a hold. Now, if a stock gets too high above its intrinsic value then we'll start reducing that position or selling that position, bringing it down to a smaller amount. And if it gets way above intrinsic value, then we would sell it outright. So
0: if you can picture in your mind, this is what we have built at Iron Gate to speak to what Brian has. We have all this data that goes into this green, yellow, red spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And it's based on intrinsic value and what we believe – is fair value. right? So, not that this is a recommendation in any way, shape, or form, but let's take Apple. Apple, our fair value on it is $240. Right now, it's trading 83% of fair value, which
1: means it's in the yellow category, yeah. which... So for new money, we would either take you know anywhere between a quarter to half position, maybe a three quarters position, a full position in that particular stock. So that's what we call a nibble or an accumulate price. Below 80% is a buy, we would take a full position. So to give you an idea, if we had a 10% allocation to Apple, we might, right now it's a yellow, meaning it's a nibble or accumulate, that we might take a 50% position. And then if it went down, if it got below 80% or the in the green, then we would bring that up to a full position, up to 10%. Great. So. The five that are in green,
0: for those listening, those clients, you're seeing those, especially new clients, you're seeing those in your portfolio because we're buying them. Right. Anything yellow, a little bit, and anything red, we're not doing. Right. We're waiting. Here's what I love about this, and I want you to speak to this. You hear the market, you watch the CNBC or whatever financial media, you see these emails coming through about buy gold because the end is near right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> every every
1: time we have a little bit of a correction.
0: Anytime. Uh, here's what I love about this in our discipline mm-hmm. process. We're not worried about the market. We're worried about the businesses that we've pre-qualified to be on our list. Yeah.
1: We're not paying attention. I mean, we do pay attention to the market, but we're really paying attention to our businesses. So if a business is doing well and it's just caught up in the market volatility and Say the stock is down, but yet the business continues to perform well, that's when we add to our position. We'll be buying or accumulating that stock. That's the discipline approach. Right. So I want to put
0: this in a plain, kind of plain language for the everyday investor, because our metrics and how we track businesses, we've talked to them, we've talked about it on podcasts many, many times. But it seems like to it really resonates when we compare it to real estate and buying a home because most people have bought a home.
1: Right
0: if, you're, if you've got your eye on a home and it's a hundred thousand dollars, and you're thinking, "You know what, that's a little too expensive for me." And so you just wait and you put that cash to the side and you just wait, and all of a sudden that house is at 95. Okay, well, I view the value maybe at 110 thousand. it's now at 95. that's pretty good mm-hmm. But I'm going to wait, and all of a sudden that gets down to 80,000. What are you going to do? Well, you're gonna buy it right. because you think the value is even greater than hundred thousand. Even if it is a hundred thousand, you just make twenty thousand, twenty percent return. That's what we do with stocks.
1: Right. That's our that's what we call our margin of safety. We we conservatively estimate what the intrinsic value of a business is. Every business we own, we have an estimate of what the intrinsic value is, and that's why we buy at 80% of intrinsic value. Or less. We love it when we have businesses that are selling at 60 or 50% of what we think intrinsic value is or what the value of the business is. We are not, and that's why when it gets to 90% or above intrinsic value, we slow down. Or in fact, 90%. We still think it's below, but we're not buying at 90% of intrinsic value. We're, we're, we're holding off. So that, that gives us a margin of safety. and The same, same concept applies with your, on the house that you just talked about. Yep. That's it. We've got, In that, with that in mind,
0: I'm looking at two stocks, one at 64% of fair value and one at 70% of fair value. That margin of safety that you're talking about is very attractive for those two stocks,
1: which people are seeing in their portfolios now. But the funny thing is, is most people are thinking just the opposite. (laughs) The stock is down. Yep. Let's get out of it. What's wrong? Let's, yep. you know, let's get out of this thing. The difference is, I think, in the mo- in most cases, most people are just they're taking their cues from the stock action or the price action, yep. and we're taking our cues from the actual business, the underlying fundamentals of the business. Now, does that mean we don't make mistakes or we're wrong? We're never wrong. No, that, that absolutely doesn't mean that. But I think in most cases, if we can, if we follow our, our discipline. And our our process, we feel like we have a good probability of success, and that's what it comes down to.
0: Right. So, a market that's down five to seven percent or ten percent, whatever it ends up being, is it a hey we got to buy this market right now? For us at Iron Gate, it's well. Let's look at our Business. kind of our proprietary way of tracking this type of stuff. And the businesses and what's green and what's yellow and what's red and accumulate those businesses that are in the green. Right. It doesn't matter where the market
1: is. It matters where the business is. Right. So. I think it's a shift. I really think it would help people if they really thought about themselves as opposed to most people focus on, you know, should I be in the market or out of the market? You no, know, it's, it's that's the discussion, and that's the discussion on financial news networks, getting in and out. You know, should we be in or out? Is the market going up in the next six months or out? Should I be on the sidelines, kind of thing? And and we get a lot of questions from clients asking, you know, right now, to should we be getting out or you know taking cover right now? But I think it really, if you think about yourself as a business owner, do you own a portfolio of businesses? Like a Berkshire Hathaway or a Google or an Apple, they're some of the best businesses in the world. You think of yourself as a long-term owner of some great businesses and you have that mental shift. I think market volatility becomes more irrelevant and you can take advantage of it as opposed to letting the market take advantage of you and your emotions. Amen, brother. Good.
0: Well said. Okay. That's the shift we want our clients to make that that mentality. Yeah. We hope these podcasts help. So if anybody is wondering if the market is a buy right now or if it's a sell, hey, in our minds, it comes down to the businesses in the portfolio and those on an individual basis, right? Bottom line. We hope that helps my friends provide clarity on what we're doing and how we view things. Until next time. Thank you my friends. Bye now. Thank you. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.